Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta on 640 AM. Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm your host, and I'm joined in the studio by my favorite guest of all times, my wife, Michelle. Hello. We are so glad you uh, you have uh, have come in to be with us in the studio today. I love it. I love it. This segment of the show, before we get started, is brought to you by John Birchfield and Brand Mortgage. John makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. John has the heart of a teacher, and he can be reached by calling 678-226-7887, 678-226-7887. So if you're listening, you might be wondering, why on earth does Cleve have his wife on the radio show? Well, I think, first of all, it's my prerogative. If I want to have my wife on the show, I can, and uh, and I like having her, and I think she's pretty, and so I like to look at her on the show, but it's because Michelle does property management for Sure Realty, Inc. Now, if you've listened to the show often, you know our brokerage is Gaddis Partners at Remax Center, and you're probably wondering what Sure Realty, Inc. is. Well, it's a property management business that Michelle and I own, and we manage about 80 properties throughout Metro Atlanta, and I, to say that Michelle is the best property manager I have ever seen is an understatement. She just absolutely loves that she has the best relationships with tenants. But we're going to talk today about a difficult subject, and that is tenant eviction. And before we talk about the eviction process, and it's really, in most cases, we're not evicting people to evict them. You're evicting people to get them to pay the rent. And um, and so, but first I'd love to talk about what are some best practices? What should people do to avoid eviction? In other words, how do you set up a tenant to make sure you have the best quality tenant and you have a good relationship with them so you don't have to evict them? Well, it all starts in the beginning okay. when you do your proper vetting. So if we have a property, we have it for lease and we get applicants that, that apply for that property. Okay. And we always go through the same process. We run them through our uh, property management software, RealPage. We pull their credit, their prior landlords, their criminal records, their background, their everything. Okay. So we just make sure on the front end because unfortunately, the usually the best indication of the future is the past. Right. So um, it's normally our policy that if somebody has had a dispossessory filed against them in the past, that right. we're pretty hesitant to, that's pretty much a hard no for um, coming in and being a tenant in one of our properties. And I would assume that those are decisions that the landlord ultimately makes. Absolutely. So, I mean, each landlord could do something a little bit different if they wanted to Absolutely. since they own the property. It's okay. always the landlord's decision okay. yep, um, who is in their homes. And a lot of times, if we, I tell people if they've got some bumps in credit, we try to be very understanding, and I love to give people chances. So right. if they've got some little bumps in their credit in the past, we will definitely try to give them a chance. And then the landlord may choose to take like an additional month's worth of security deposit up front. Right. And we may let them pay that over a few months just so it's not punitive to them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. So now you advertise a property for rent. Uh, somebody says, hey, I, I want to see it. And they decide they like it. And mm-hmm. then they're ready to put it in an application. Mm-hmm. And so I assume they do that online. Is yep. that sort of they best practices? So, yep. so their information is protected. It's private, I would assume. Yep. And then uh, everything gets spit out. You get a chance to review it. Uh, you, uh, although I would assume the landlord doesn't see their credit information, mm-hmm. uh, but you would, would, would speak to the landlord and the landlords may, would make a decision on who's, who's best to move it to the home. So the next step would be to um, sign all the paperwork mm-hmm. uh, and then to get them to move into the home. So are there any best practices or tips you could share um, on, you know, how to write the lease correctly? Uh, I know you have some very specific thoughts on allowing a tenant to get out of a lease early. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and it's unusual for people to do that in Atlanta. Tell, yeah, tell so us what you do. I have found this 
this to just be kind of a charm over the past years that I've been doing this. So normally people like to lock someone into a lease and just be really harsh about it. But I feel like life, ha- life when you, happens. When you say lock them into a lease, mm-hmm. so like your lease is 12 months, you have no mm-hmm. way of getting out, you know, if you need to get out, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, so tough for you. Exactly. I mean, like, okay. So, right. If it's 12-month lease, they, they owe for the entire 12 months and that's that. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. But I don't like to do that because I feel like life happens and sometimes circumstances are beyond our control. If you that's have true. I mean, a death people, in the family right. or a job transfer or, or, or a change a, in children's situation or, a or divorce whatever. Or, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it all. Things just right. happen and people need to move on. Okay. So what I do, so I put a special stipulation okay. in at the end that says, should a change in living circumstances happen, okay. the tenant agrees to pay rent through the date we can find a new tenant to move in okay. and to be very cooperative with us and keep the home in perfect showing order. And then they only have to pay a half month's rent penalty to move on. So that protects the landlord. The landlord doesn't have a penny worth of lost rent. The tenant pays the fee to remarket the home right. and we're able to remarket it because the tenant has a vested interest. Which is amazing because I think in a lot of cases uh, when a lease is coming to an end and you know I think most leases that are Georgia Association of Realtors forms give the landlord the ability to market it 30 days mm-hmm. before the end of the lease but the tenant has no real motivation to help you le- to lease the property. Absolutely and try, and try to lease a house where somebody's in the middle of moving. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. It's a wreck. There's boxes everywhere. They don't have any incentive to keep a nice place, and it's really hard to rent. Yeah, that makes really good sense. And so um, how often do you, you know, does the tenant cooperate, and do you collect all of the money you're supposed to from the tenant? I mean, is it 100% of the time? Oh, always. If somebody has, yes, if we've allowed somebody to go ahead and get out of their lease and move on and go somewhere else, they're so appreciative, first of all. So, I mean, it is the house is spit spot. They're very cooperative. We can get in there, rent the home. They pay their half month's rent, and they move on. And then if they use us, if, if they're purchasing a home and they use a Gaddis Partners realtor to purchase a home, right. we pay that penalty for them. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's a cool thing. That's yeah. a cool thing. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM 640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. My name is Cleve Gaddis. I'm the host of this show. I'm joined in the studio by my beautiful wife, Michelle. I can say that. I don't call Alfie beautiful. <laughs> uh, my beautiful wife, Michelle, who runs our property management mm-hmm. business, Your Realty Inc., and we were talking about the eviction process, uh, process in property management, but we were really talking about how do you avoid it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think Michelle's tips are to vet people thoroughly and to uh, structure your lease so that a tenant might have some options of moving on if life gets in the way. Uh, and it's amazing because it sounds like you've never lost any money uh, for the landlord. The landlord has mm-hmm. been absolutely 100% whole, even when people are uh, wanting to move on early from the property. So let's talk a little bit about the eviction process. We've got about three mm-hmm. minutes left in our segment. How does the eviction process work? Okay, in, in, so in, and let's uh, maybe we could take like Gwinnett County specifically. Yeah, okay. Gwinnett County is great because okay, that's Gwinnett a big County. one. Okay, so it's very specific. Okay. So you have to follow a very specific process. So, so the, like, where do you get the process? Okay, where? so it's called the dispossessory process, okay. and you get it from Gwinnett County. So, so the, the first thing you every hear, county has its own law. This is the way it works. Right. Okay. This is the way it works. Okay. Right? So um, and I think they're they're uniform throughout every county probably i don't know i should know that i think it is uh, being I think a licensee it is. yep so um first of all you have to give the tenant a three-day notice to pay rent or quit okay. what that means is you need to bring your account up to date or you need to quit possession of the property okay so pay rent or get out mm-hmm. pay okay. rent or get out okay so if they do not get do one of those how does two, that get delivered um we uh we can just mail it to them or email it to them okay it just is regular notice it doesn't have to be certified delivery so you don't have to like post it on the door okay. you don't have to no nope. okay. it's just notice okay and in georgia it's a little ambiguous it just says notice the law doesn't specifically require written notice for that portion of it but we always just go with the written notice anyway okay 
And, and I would assume when you start this process, you really don't want to evict anyone. No way. I mean, your heart is, let's see how we can work this out. And mm-hmm. if you'll just do what you're supposed to do, everything will be fine. Absolutely. Okay. So you do you send them the pay rent? Or no, mm-hmm. dispossessory pay rent or quit. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? So they ignore it. So let's so, just pretend so they, they ignore, ignore it. it. Okay. So then after they've ignored it, then I go to the courthouse okay. and I um, file what's called a writ of possess- a writ of dispossessory. Okay. So I fill out my forms and I give it. Then the sheriff has to deliver this form to the tenant. Okay. So you're not going with the tenant. It's not a court date. Nope. You go fill it out and the court delivers this okay yep, the court delivers it to the tenant so once the tenant has received it i get noticed through the court systems and they have seven days to answer it okay and their answer can be anything their answer can be i like cotton it could candy. be blue it doesn't okay. matter so if they give an answer okay. then we get a court date and that court date could be it's normally within seven to ten business so that's days. interesting so if they answer regardless of whether or not the answer makes any sense you go to court yep. if they do not answer then what does the court do if you do not answer then auto i automatically get automatically can get my writ of possessory, okay. which means I can get that piece of paper, I can take it across the hall to the sheriff's office, and I can schedule the eviction. Got it. So we've only got about one minute left in the segment. Mm-hmm. So what happens once we get that eviction? Uh, schedule with Note. the sheriff. They could be two weeks out. We okay. have to, you must wait for the sheriff to accompany you to the property okay. to remove the items. And okay. you have to have two people per bedroom okay. that shows up with the sheriff yep. or else they will cancel the eviction. Got it. And for those people who are listening who are little, who probably would like to invest in real estate, but they're kind of scared because they think they'll get a bad tenant, what percentage of the time do you have a bad tenant just ruins the investment altogether? Honestly, in the eight years that I've been doing this, yep. I've had three. Three bad tenants. Mm-hmm. But they didn't ruin the investment for the investor, right? I mean, no, you get just, rid of them, and right. then you have to get a new tenant and move on, and it winds mm-hmm. up still being a oh, good no, investment. Oh, no, it's never ruined the investment. And no, in I'm Georgia, sorry. courts are very landlord-friendly. And this Absolutely. is not a bashing tenants. Michelle loves her tenants. I love the tenants. It's not a bashing uh, tenants at all, but they're going to be very, very landlord-friendly. Hey, mm-hmm. I, this was a great conversation. Will yeah. you come back and let's do this again? Absolutely. So, more Michelle Gaddis, Sure Realty, Inc., you can reach her by calling 770 Zero zero zero. One more time. Seven seven zero four nine seven zero 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 zero. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, uh, we have got uh, uh, some general discussions or specific discussions on homeowners associations. Easy for me to say. We'll be back. Stick with us. 